Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Healing Place podcast. Today, I am excited to have two guests with me. I have Amy and Melissa here. And welcome. Hello. And they are here to talk about Amy's sister, Lisa, Mm -hmm. her legacy of love and hope and kindness. And then um, Kawasaki disease. Yes. So I am going to let you dictate what it is you'd like to discuss first and, and what you want to talk about. So fire away. Okay. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Tonight. And I know that you collect hearts. So I just yes. wanted to... Now this, I just happened to see this in this magazine. And they have some um, Valentine's Day um, heart things. And I wanted to give something to you. Do you remember me talking about yes, these? Yes, I do. The summer after Lisa passed... I went to a playground, a school playground with my kids, and I think this is a ginkgo biloba yes, leaf. Ginkgo. And these were laying all over the place, oh. and they looked like little hearts. Yes, just they really, do. Oh, I'm going to include that on the podcast post. Oh, I'll take a great. picture of it. That is really cool. And so tonight, I was getting ready, and I came across, and I thought, I'm going to give that to her. Oh, you know? thank so, you so much. That is yeah. really cool. But thank then in the you. magazine, there's some fun little oh, yeah. um, heart with Valentine's coming up, so I wanted to give that to you as well. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank there you. There you go. You're welcome. So Me thanks and my for hearts. Having us. Yeah. Yes, you and your hearts. I, I love, love I love seeing the ones you post. I know, and I don't post them nearly as much, but I do really seriously find them. Like everywhere. Everywhere. All the, yeah, every day. I'll look down and I'm like, oh, a heart. <laughs> I was vacuuming leaves up earlier. How funny is that? I had leaves everywhere, and I was like, well, I should probably tidy this room up a little bit. So I was like <laughs> sucking them up with the hook, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, a heart. And then it sucked it up before I yeah. could grab it. So <laughs> I was like, darn it. It's in there. <laughs> right. It's, it's in the vacuum somewhere. So. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. So we were hoping, Melissa and I wanted to share about, um, you know, Lisa had unexpectedly passed away um, from a heart attack. And from the pathology reports, we found out that it was long-term effects from a childhood disease she had had called Kawasaki disease. Mm-hmm. And um, she was so diagnosed what? when she was three. Okay. And they cleared her at age six. I remember seeing a cool post that they had used her as like a, a poster yes. child and her she that was. cute little picture of her mm-hmm. as a little kid mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh it looked just like her yeah I mean younger. she still looked the same yeah. yeah so yes okay so she had been diagnosed and then did she have did she have any issues with it as she you know progressed through her teenage years and mm-hmm. adult year young adult years well I think there may have been issues towards the end that right. were not recognized okay Right. Okay. And she had, you know, she was only the 20th case um, seen, um, diagnosed with Kawasaki disease at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Wow. That was back in 82. Mm -hmm. But she was the 20th case, and they had all the doctors come in and look at her because it, you know, wasn't seen that much. Okay. Um, And it's the number one um, cause of acquired pediatric heart disease. Um, Wow. And so are they seeing, they're seeing more cases of it now? They do. They still okay. get new cases, and they treat it differently than when, than how Lisa was treated when she was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So now they give IVIG treatments Is that the immunoglobin? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And aspirin, where Lisa was aspirin therapy only okay. at the time. But, but um, she was cleared at age Eight, I believe six, oh, six okay. and eight, three okay. years after, yeah, maybe, 
she was cleared and then basically she didn't need to be seen again is what we were told okay and um because and it's, it's there's not a lot of research on it right at that point there wasn't right okay. and they even did a double angiogram and it didn't show any evidence of the disease so okay. right. it just showed them that there wasn't a need to be followed if she was cleared right right and also during that time i don't know if it was while she was still considered diagnosed with it mm -hmm. um they went over her case in Hawaii, right? Yeah, at the symposium. They have a mm -hmm. symposium every year. And, um, and yeah, and her case was, her particular case was looked at. Mm -hmm. And then she was a poster child saying, you know, she had this disease. You know, we took care of it. And okay, she's living a healthy, happy life. And, right. and, that's and running. She was, she was a runner. Avid mm -hmm. runner. I mean, healthy. Mm -hmm. um, or so it seemed. Yeah, and she had actually had her personal record at the Queen Bee in October, just wow. a month before she passed, right. before she had the heart attack. Okay. So, um, yeah, and even like, you know, going to the doctor and things, she didn't even bring it up as an adult because it was that far in the past for everybody. Right, you know? right. How old was she? 37. 37, okay. Mm -hmm. So it had been, yes, gosh, 30, been almost, long. almost 30 years. Yeah. It had been a long time, yes. so... Okay. Yep. And, uh, and you know, in the week before, she had the classic symptoms of a heart attack. I know she texted a bunch of us saying, I had this weird thing happen. I woke up, and I felt, um, my you know, my arms felt tingly, numbish. I was, like, sweating, and I think her chest short was sore, short of breath, and she got so fatigued she had to lay down. And she called my mom and, and she said, you know, I think it's indigestion. And my mom said, Lisa, that sounds like your heart. You need to go get checked out. Right. So she had those class, classic symptoms. And so she went to her doctor and the doctor um, prescribed um, and an EKG. Yeah, she right. had an echo, EKG, and then a stress test. Because with the echo or it EKG, showed, it showed yeah. ischemia. Yeah. So she then went and had the stress test. But even she had asked the person performing that, she's like, how, or maybe the doctor, how concerned should I be? Because I still have the text. And, right. and she said, between one and 10, how concerned should I be? And they said a three. It could be the way it's hooked up. It could be the way you're breathing. So that kind of put her at ease a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then the doctor said, well, because it's showing that, you need to go get your, go get a stress test. So she had right. that done with, um, was that a certain one? Or was that when they put the dye? Did they do the dye and? Um... I think if they, I think they, they did one. They did the stress test, but yeah. I guess there's a different type of stress test they can do for someone who's in better shape. Okay. And, yeah. But they just did the regular basic oh, one with gotcha. her. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so she instead was, of pushing her, right. where she had just done this right. half, the half or right, right. right. Yeah, the half, half marathon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so with her being an avid runner, she probably, she should have had the, the, the more stringent, push mm -hmm. her a little harder. Okay. Yeah. And so okay. they cleared her. Mm -hmm. And so two days later, she went back to her running group and it was an evening and they were at, I believe, Anderson, the track, and they started um, warming up and she started vomiting and uh, had such terrible chest pain, she had to leave. Okay. They, I think they even helped her maybe back to her car, but she, you know, she basically called mom on the way home, said, boy, my chest is really hurting. Mom said, something's not right. She said, I right. know. And she like, called the doctor, and she's like, I'm going to. And then she um, got home, and, and then it was just 
Melissa was with her when yeah. it happened, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Okay. You know, like the week before, we went to the mall to do oh, free Oh, I hugs. remember seeing that on yeah. Facebook, yes. And, yes. you know, I was talking to Lisa as we were walking into Kroger, which we got kicked out because they wouldn't let us give free hugs there because yes. we were... <laughs> I don't know what the problem. I don't know what the problem was either. I mean, I think I commented on that post too. Like what? Yes. Yeah, but she was talking to me, and I said, you know, let me talk to my mom, and I'll I'll, I'll call her and I'll ask her what she says about ischemia. You know, if that's something that you really need to be concerned about. And I told her, you know, my mom said that that's something that's not normal for someone your age. Mm. But yeah, that that evening when she got home, my husband and I went over there just spur of the moment for no reason. I saw that Telly had posted a picture of a fire pit, and I thought, well, let's just swing by, you know. Right. And my husband's always about, like, let's, you have to be invited, you don't ever show up, but he went along with it this time. So we were there, and, and Lisa wasn't home, and I didn't know she wasn't home, but I called her and said, hey, I'm in your driveway, and she was on her way home from mm -hmm. running. And she said she got sick, and then, you know, when she got there, you know, she was like, you know, we were out back by the fire and she was, you know, going to see her son and you could just see how much joy she had oh. through the window. You could just see her so happy and glowing to, you know, oh, you know, just excited. <laughs> yes. Even though she wasn't feeling well, yeah. it was that, you know, that was something that really always... Well, her personality, I mean, she just radiated mm -hmm. my first experience of ever meeting her. Um, you know, we, I was having lunch with another friend and... Uh, another friend joined, and then this friend said, hey, I invited my friend Lisa to come join us. And she sat down, and she ended up sitting next to me. Uh -huh. And um, Danielle had said, you know, Terry, tell her your story. Tell her your story. Yeah. And so I did, and, and Lisa just busts into tears and hugs oh. me. And it's like, we just, <laughs> you know, our souls connected in that moment uh -huh. because, and again, I just instantaneously drawn to this mm -hmm. person. And she just had that personality yeah. that just, she just again was she just exuded joy and kindness and love and again you know giving out right. free hugs yeah. that's just so cool yeah yeah so cool and you know one of the last things she said was she was asking how my dad was doing so yeah. i mean it's just she was always concerned about everyone else right mm -hmm. so much compassion right and absolutely yeah mm -hmm. beautiful just oh, a beautiful right. soul mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. yes yeah. Well, so what what have they um, learned? So, so how did they come back and say that it was a result of the Kawasaki? Well, and did the doctors come back and say this, or? Well, we knew. Yeah, we had it. We had a pathology report done on her okay. heart because of it being a massive, a fatal heart attack. We wanted to know why. You know, why did she have this heart attack? Was it a rhythm problem? You know, like electrical thing or? you know, why would she have a heart attack at this age? And that was really not on our radar at all. I mean, when we found that out, we were just blown away. Especially oh, the, that, it was, oh, that it was related back to that. no idea. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, they basically, the pathologist in the report, you know, says that she basically had a, it wasn't plaque, it was a muscle cell um, build up inside of those lumens or inside of those arteries, which made her um, the openings fifty to eighty percent smaller. Wow! So it created it was such a small space for that blood to get through um, that it restricted the blood flow. Okay. And she also said they were her arteries. She said they were like childlike, 
So they almost like hadn't developed the way they should. Okay. So that so was very interesting. She's to learn. really, I mean, helped the cause of Kawasaki tremendously. I mean, I'm sure they learned a lot about yeah. the the long term impact of this disease. Well, I hope. I mean, I think they're in the process of doing that. We um, we were able to donate. Uh, blocks of her tissue, her okay. heart tissues, to um, Dr. Ann Raleigh in Chicago at Lurie's, and then um, Dr. Jane Burns out in San Diego, the um, Radies Hospital, and then I know there was a doctor in Japan interested too, okay. so different, you know, um, research groups are looking at it, and I hope, you know, we've, um, we're hoping that it can definitely, that her you know, she'll make a difference. Yes, you know? yes. And her story, you know, her story alone, um, we've talked to, uh, recently have been in contact and have talked to Dr. Kimball at Children's Hospital mm -hmm. at CCHMC, and um, he was kind of surprised to hear Lisa's story uh, because the AHA um, set new guidelines in February of last year saying that people with um, a history of coronary arter artery disease, if they were cleared, they're still cleared. So there's no need for testing done. But Lisa's story shows something different, that maybe there's st there needs to be testing done. Right. And so ironically, um, they've recently started an adult um, clinic for, let's see, what is it called? Through Children's? At Children's oh, Hospital. Oh, very they, cool. They have yeah. a coronary artery it's the adult congenital heart disease. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, lifelong care for teens and adults with congenital heart disease. And if anybody would need to call and schedule an appointment, their phone number is 513-803-2243. 8032243. Okay. Mm -hmm. And awesome. so um, Kimball has teamed up with another adult cardiologist from the University of Cincinnati, from my understanding, in um and so they're seeing patients with a history of KD. Okay. And so that's really good to know. Yes. The, the challenge is, is with those AHA guidelines, you know, that kind of, you know, doctors and uh, hospitals the, have to go by insurance, you know, by the policy. So it limits. So it limits yes. the testing that's going to be paid for. But um, when we talk, when I spoke to Jane Burns out in um, California, she, you know, out at Radies, she said, um, this is a cheap test, you know, the, they recommend, um, this was one of their articles that they came out with. I'm not sure how old this is. I'm hope I worth, we posted it, um, in the last couple months, but it says based on the current information, we recommend that young adults can consider having a CT calcium score per screen test for coronary artery damage. This test may be ordered by a physician. And, um, and they recommend that anybody at the ages 15 to 17 years old that are 10 years out, at least 10 years from having okay. the onset of the disease. And that it's, she said it's cheap, it's about 100 bucks, it can be done at most places, but that can show if there's any further buildup inside of those arteries. Okay. So if Lisa, if we would have known that, that was, would right. have been a test we said, hey, let's to get this test done. Maybe in that week between that first episode, in that echo, you okay. know, that would have been the test we would have asked for, but we didn't right. know. And so we found this out in, uh, afterwards. And in talking to Jane Byrne, she said, the best thing you can do to honor your sister is um, raise awareness in your medical community. Okay. Because they just don't know the latest. Okay. On Kawasaki disease. Right. They just don't know. Right. 
And so, and she, you know, she said she found it very frustrating. Here she is, her dedicated, this is her life's work. She's been working on it for 30 years. Her husband's a cardiologist, and, you know, they're just, you know, most of the medical community is not aware of it. So that's what we're hoping to do. You know, we created yes. the L team, and we're raising awareness about the possible long-term effects of Kawasaki disease. Okay, so what's the L team? It's a group of women that were close with Lisa, her family and friends, okay. and uh, we've all gotten together with the common goal of raising the awareness. Okay, and how, and so what have you done? I know you do the walkathon, right? And what are the things? So we'll talk a little bit about the walkathon as well, mm -hmm. and how people can get information on that and be involved in that. Yeah. Um, and then what other things, that, any other things that you guys have done to help bring awareness? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, being on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. We did our first uh, fun run walk in 2016 mm -hmm. in August. Okay. And we raised, was it 4100 mm -hmm. And donated that to awesome. Lurie Children's. Yeah. So, um, that was a success. And then we did our second fun run walk uh, last August. It was a, a success as well. And we kind of tried to do like a timed run this time. Yes. And uh, we got some interest from the local high school. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. The track team, they seem to enjoy it. But Awesome, and you do that at Batavia Township Park? That's where we've done it the last two years. Okay, yeah. all right, and that was in, what? when was that, October? August. No. August, yes. okay, in school. August, okay, yep. awesome. Yeah, and we've done the, um, like, the running group. They did the hashtag Lisa Smiles or Lisa yes. Miles. Yeah, I love it. I know. I love it that it's Lisa's Miles mm -hmm. as the runner. And I always said it in my head as Lisa Smiles right. yes. because I just loved oh, her, her smile. smile was it was huge. just radiant. I yes. mean, just amazing. And would it be okay if I put her picture oh, on this great. podcast as well? Yeah. Okay. If you want to send me your favorite. Okay. But yep. either one of you or both of you, yeah, please do. Yeah, I brought this one today, um, but this one's a little faded, and um, but oh, that's the one of I, her. That's one of my favorites, yes. Yeah, <laughs> He's so cute. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's Virtually. awesome. Yeah, I think I can maybe find that one on, on Facebook, because I'm, I'm still friends with her on Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. So I can go back and look through her photos. And, okay, yeah, um, and I can send it to you, too. Or you can, if you want to send it, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. And then, so the Random Act of Kindness cards were created, and that's where if you do, like if you buy somebody coffee or you um, even donate items or whatever you want to do, you can give that little card out um, with it. Right. And it can, um, you know, just to, in, in honor of her and what maybe what she would have done to keep that going, keep the love you know, spreading that love and kindness. Um, I had um, a friend of mine that said, um, had gone through, um, I think like a Dunkin' Donuts or something, oh, and yeah. um, I guess someone had handed the person at the window a stack, and or it said had, the person had paid for the person behind them and then handed them this card. And mm -hmm. so when this person got up to the, when my friend got up to the window to get his donuts and coffee or whatever, the girl at the window said, um, the person in front of you paid and handed me this card. And then it was Aww. it was the R O A K, and I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, that's so cool! That put it, cool. put it on our Facebook. People talking so. about that too, like it was happening multiple times. Oh, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. so yeah. that's really cool. And yeah, we still have it's um, 
it's the spread love hashtag Lisa's Miles or okay. Lisa Smiles. So they right. can go on there and the the random act of kindness cards have been posted just recently today. So oh, they awesome. can always print them off and share them if they'd like to too. Absolutely. So. I have my stack with me. I just need to remember oh, like yes. I need to remember to do it when I when I'm out and about and pay for the person behind me at Starbucks or something. So yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, what? So you said you wanted to make sure that anyone who has been diagnosed with this disease has information. Is there any other information you want to share, or any contact information you think they need to know about, or? Well, it, we have our Lisa Miles for Kawasaki Disease Facebook page. Awesome. And they can find that article about okay. the follow-up care. You know, the recommended getting that CT calcium score test done. That article's on there. Awesome. I will put that link out as well. And then make a little we... note for my menopause brain, because <laughs> otherwise I'll forget. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. And then, um, yeah, we post, you know, like, when the event is going to take place this year. We'll post that soon, shortly. Okay. And then um, just the auction items that we have, and keep everybody up to date on that. And Okay. So I'll put the Facebook link, and then I'll put the... Um, information about like the walkathon and Great. whatever else you guys want me to put out there okay i will absolutely be willing to do that that's awesome thank you and then you know you had talked about we had talked about a little bit about lisa's legacy and yes. you know and, and it's interesting how right off the bat you know people said spread love you know lisa's smiles or whatever and and it's so so true and it's so ironic even her last um profile pic on her Facebook page. A lot of times it could be a picture of yourself, you know, or something that gets outdated pretty quickly. But it's, um, she put on there, it's... Um, spread love, not hate. Yeah, spread love, not yes. hate. And it said, like, basically, no matter what your religion or your beliefs, spread love and not hate. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think, you know, it's interesting after she passed, you know, I mean, I knew how much she loved her friends and loved her family, but I didn't really realize the immensity of it you know until after and all these people came forward you know with how she touched their lives and their lives and it's like wow yes. she really did spread love and kindness everywhere she went yeah and um and when i think of it you know i think you know she even went she pursued love you know if i had to talk about she like pursued love and i was telling melissa when you talk about the definition of pursuit it's to follow someone or something in order to catch or attack them <laughs> <laughs> That was Lisa, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Tell them about Dinner with the Danes. Yeah, so she started this group called Dinner with the Danes back in 2007. And it was kind of her way of getting people together once a month. And we were supposed to do it every first Saturday of the month. And then we would have a theme. We would play some sort of dress up. You know, there was all these different flyers, and they were so elaborate. Every flyer was awesome. for every month. <laughs> but I mean, she would post, you know, the next event on the little Facebook group that she created. Buddy, if you didn't respond right away, she'd be texting you. You'd be an instant message. It was like, right. oh, are you coming? Are you going? I mean, you know, didn't care. She just was on and on and on it. So yeah. she definitely attacked to right. make sure right. you knew that it was a state and are you coming and. And she would really get you until you said yes. And then when the day came, are you? What time are you getting here? Are you on your way? You know, she was very on top of making sure you made it and you yes. were there and, and had she a great did time that and... every month uh -huh. for over seven years. Absolutely! Wow! I mean, you know, there a lot of us start something or like that. It goes on for a few months. 
but every month for seven years. It's just crazy. That's you know? awesome. Well, it's kind of like you always see someone, an acquaintance or whatever. Oh, let's get together. You know, yeah. let's do right. that. And that's the thing. She said, I'm, I'm tired of this. Let's let's do this, and it never happens. Let's set a date. We're gonna do it once a month for yeah. you know. Yes. My high school friends and I just did that. We had gone out, and we were like, you know what? We just we keep getting pushed off and pushed off. So now we're like the third Friday of every month. Whoever can make it, make it. Good. And we're just we're just gonna do it. So yeah. this month, I think January, we're doing bowling. So oh, <laughs> I may have to need the little bumper things up, but yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. fun. So. It started. It was only women only. Women and children, yeah, okay. and then they kind of got a little more relaxed later on. Yeah. And sometimes there would be a, a uh-huh. man in the house, but right? Right. <laughs> only for a while, but it was so much fun. That is, that's really. cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Well, and again, she was just—I mean, I loved her energy and oh, just, yeah. just a beautiful soul. Yeah. yeah. She was always the life of the party. Yeah. She was big smile. Yes, that smile. And there's just there's certain people in the world that just radiate. And um, yeah, did I ever tell? Did I send you the poem I wrote um, about her? With the um, I think it had a cardinal picture on it. Aww. When I was um, Danielle, who was one of her best friends, um, she was I, I, struggling with um, Lisa's death, and so I was meditating in my room, and I sent up a prayer to the Holy Spirit, and I was Aww. just saying, I need. I need something for her, like to help her. And suddenly, I I felt like um, like Lisa was in the room with me, like right behind me. Mm-hmm. And then Katie, yeah. um, who was another friend of Danielle's, who yes. passed, and like one was on one side and one was on the. As a matter of fact, Lisa was on the left and Katie was on the right. And so I was so inspired, and I could I could. And so I just started writing and writing and writing, and then I just wrote this poem. Um, I'll have to make sure that I yeah, that I I'll send that to you. Now that you're mentioning that, I think I remember seeing that, but I'd like to see it again. Yes, yeah. I will. I'll pull that up. And, so you and shared that with Danielle? I did, really yeah, that. because, um, yeah, I printed it off and I put like a picture of a cardinal because, mm-hmm. you know, what they say cardinals are like, whenever I see a cardinal, I always mm-hmm. say, hi, Dad, because my dad has passed. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. It, was cool to, it was cool to sense her presence and... and um, Kind of get, I don't know, like I heard a message from her. So. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was neat. Yeah. All right, anything else on your agenda that you wanted to talk about? Not really. I just, um, I, you know, I just love, I think Lisa, to wrap it up, I just think, I think something I learned from her is just how, you know, she didn't allow much time to dwell on those relationships that didn't work out or that were hard. You know right. what I mean? It was, you know, she would want more. She was not that she was satisfied with that, but she would just reach out and create a world of love. Even though maybe it wasn't all great, she reached and went for, you know what I mean? Focused on what could be great. You know yes. what I mean? And, and made, you know, surrounded herself with love. Yeah. Surrounded herself with women that loved her and that she loved. And, you know, made the very most out of it yes. you know right very awesome yeah yeah well and she was she was strong too i mean she had um she she was strong in being able to state how she felt about things and compassionate and i yeah. think that's where like she was such a compassionate soul that it, it came out in in such a strong way mm-hmm. and i remember seeing like some of her posts that she would put out and some of the things that she would get really fired up about <laughs> yeah. you know 
like politics, but even <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because it showed her compassion, and it showed, I mean, just how much soul she had, and just such a cool thing. Yeah. She yeah. was very passionate and very, yeah, big. Yes. It was very, very it big. It was, you yes. Know? Again, just radiating. Mm-hmm. Like she just radiated out to, to everybody, so. Yeah, so it's nice to be able to talk about her and, you know, just keep that going. You know, just yes. keep her memory and her love alive so to speak yes absolutely mm-hmm. well yeah when you walked in you said oh look you have your i have my spread love hashtag lisa's smiles mm-hmm. or lisa's smiles up there um and i yeah it's been hanging there since um since right after she had passed and it does it makes me smile when i look up there and see it so yeah. with all my other awesome stuff with dreams yes. and hilton head and Maddie's old awesome. binky. Which oh, <laughs> I saw that binky up there. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, the binky. It's still hanging up there. So, All right. Well, we still have like another 15 minutes or so, so I may throw some stuff at you. Okay. Um, so, um, and I think you've already answered this. If you could reach as many people in the world as possible with your message, who would you want your audience to be? And, um, I mean, certainly people with... A Kawasaki disease diagnosis, I would think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, yeah. It's and, it's surprising every time I've posted that article, or you know, like I've asked I asked that Kawasaki Disease Foundation to post that again. You know that recent the most recent studies mm-hmm. of you know they're saying that people do need to be followed up. It's amazing how many people respond. Oh gosh, thank you for sharing this. Right. You know, or they share it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like. So many people are unaware, you yes. know, and they're very thankful for the information. I sure. Mean, you know, it. they still don't know what, for sure, what causes the disease. They don't know, you know, the ideology behind it, you know, so. Well, so for maybe, for a parent who might be having a child, uh, how, did it start to show up in her, what'd you say, around age five? And what, what were her symptoms? I mean, she was, was three. Three, okay. Yeah. I want to say she had the peeling feet. Yeah, that's about okay. that happens mm-hmm. at about three weeks after onset typically, but it's it's known like the high fevers was a big thing. Okay, so she, she had, had high a fevers. High fever that usually lasts more than five days, and it doesn't react well to like normal meds. Like if you give your kids Tylenol or, or ibuprofen or Advil or whatever, it usually comes down. Well, these fevers are so, you know, they're aggressive to where they don't go down like okay. a normal fever would and they're okay. persistent so what is is it a viral thing is it something that it, are they just they're still still figuring it out still figuring it out they're thinking it causes some type of autoimmune response but they don't know exactly okay. what and different researchers have different ideas and they're really dedicated to trying to figure it out but there's a lot of speculation and right which auto, autoimmune is the body basically attacks itself and so right and so um, it, it causes an inflammation in the the blood vessels but especially the what it does the damage to is the ones around the heart oh, right. it can cause aneurysms heart attacks okay and now we know that it yeah it can stunt the growth of arteries yeah and that's what it and then cause that plaque. Was it? A, did you say well, like a plaque? Well, that was muscle cell. Yeah, muscle okay. cell muscle build, build, up build up inside okay. those vessels. But the the original symptoms are fever, large lymph nodes, um, rash. A lot of the kids get the rash, the red eyes, and the strawberry tongue. 
and um, yeah, lips and palms or soles of their feet can be red. And then after about three weeks, usually after you know a couple of weeks of it, then they start getting a peely skin. My dad would say that Lisa would peel her fingers like bananas. They were just really peely wow. skin. But they don't have to have every single symptom to be right. diagnosed okay. with it. But um, and the doctors basically look at the symptoms. There's no real test for it, but they look at the symptoms and then they. Um, diagnose them wow. from that. I believe there's no specific test for Kawasaki disease at this point. Um, My sister was one of the first diagnosed cases of Rye syndrome um, uh, in the United States. with aspirin, right? Um, yeah, and so what had happened, she had gotten a really high, super high fever, really sick, almost like flu-like symptoms, and um, you know, children, remember the St. Joseph's baby aspirin, the little orange? Oh, uh-huh. oh my gosh, and I, I, I thought they were candy. Oh, like, I love delicious. the way they, they were so good. <laughs> and so, yeah, so they, my parents had given her the, the St. Joseph baby aspirin, and um, then all of a sudden she became extremely lethargic. Hmm. And um, I think she was 11, 10 or 11. Um, and I remember seeing my dad carrying her out of our apartment, mm-hmm. and she was just draped over his arms and so pale. Aww. And this was before the days of nine one one, and you know it was the seventies. And um, threw her in the car and drove her. I don't even remember what hospital because you know, I was young as well. Um, but she was at that time. There were four stages to it, and anyone who had gone, I think, into like stage three was coma, stage four was death. Oh, wow. And she was right at the end of stage two. Like she was just about to go into coma. Oh, and any wow. child who had gone into the coma had not, had not come back out. Oh, wow. And so they had to, um, like they threw her on a gurney. This is from what I remember of the mm-hmm. stories. They threw her on a gurney. They didn't even have time to get her into a room. And the doctor came and took like a glass tube. Her liver was about to just explode. And so it just took it and went boom and hit her. And they said, bile hit the ceiling. Oh my. They just needed that. They needed like, it was like a pressure valve that needed a release. And yeah, she was in children's or I think at children's hospital for for quite a while. But yeah, one of the first diagnosed cases. And it was because something. something triggered by aspirin. Huh. And it so, affected yeah. her liver. Yes. That is yeah. something. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And so now I think, gosh, I wonder if they've, if they've ever, like, determined people who've had Rive syndrome, if there's any long-term effects on the adults. Mm, that's interesting. Um, yeah. You know? So. Mm-hmm. Or well, more susceptible, yeah. Yeah, more susceptible. Take medications as an adult or something. Yeah, I'm betting, you know, I've never even asked my sister, but I'm betting she's probably never allowed to take aspirin again. Um, yeah, that like it might safe, trigger, yeah, measure. trigger something. So, yeah. All righty. Anything else on so the symptoms um, for anyone who might be concerned that their child might be experiencing? And a lot of times it's misdiagnosed. You know, it can be misdiagnosed as many different things, and that's what they you want to get them seen and diagnosed within a ten day span. After oh, that, okay. the chances are, you know of aneurysms and things are more likely. So you want to get them diagnosed within that window. Wow. And Lisa, I think, was at like day 10 window or something because she had been misdiagnosed too. And then finally, after going to the doctor two or three times, he said, get her to the hospital. And then they knew right away what it was. Okay. So there was enough, even though she was only the 20th case, somebody there 
yeah. was wise enough to say, this is what's going on with this kiddo. Yes. Okay. Wow. Actually, my childhood best friend, she was, I don't know which case, but she was right around there, 10th mm -hmm. case or something Okay. Oh, in wow. Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Wow. And she's my age, so for now, she's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. But now she's probably, yeah, now she's aware of well, what she needs to be doing. Yeah, hopefully she's doing what she needs to. Right. Yeah. Right. But, it, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times people just go by what their doctors say. Right. Yeah. You know, and at the time they only had so much information. And so if your doctor said, well, my doctor, I've heard that, you know, from people, well, my, our doctor said my kid's clear. Well, that's great. And I hope, you know, they certainly really we hope that they are, but... You know, we also have a expert, you know, Katie expert that's saying it's not a bad idea to still be tested. Correct. If you're so many years out, you well, know, ten years out. Particularly with what happened with Lisa. Right. right. For that I would think anybody mind. who had is, you know, ten years out or more should see a cardiologist mm -hmm. or at least call to try to get them to see one. Absolutely. Yes. Be on the safe side. Yes, and absolutely, and start. Um, how how do how would someone go about? Can you petition, like the AHA, is that what you were saying, like their guidelines, that they would change these or well, update them? I think, I don't know, but my hope, I mean, not, I don't know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You know, you, I think, like, cases like Lisa's, unfortunately, will help change the guidelines. Okay. You know, it's like these these patients that had it at ages three, the typical age five, you know, they're aging out, you know, they're get, they're becoming adults now, and so we're starting to see some of these long-term effects, you know, surface. Right. So from their, you know, cases, those are the things that change, you know, help right. change, you know, how they deal with things. So maybe after, you know, Lisa's case was just, you know, in the last couple of years, um, you know, and so hopefully the, the when the guidelines are set again, they'll have enough information to be able to change them. But in the meantime, you know, Burns um, said, you know, like in this one article, that the test is cheap. It's like $100 out of pocket or around that. Right, right. It can be done pretty much anywhere. So even if your insurance isn't going to pay for it, it might be worth saying, if you prescribe it, I'll pay for it. Yes, you know, it yes. would be worth and it. And even, even for somebody who might be listening and they say, I can't, you know, I can't afford a hundred dollars. Or a lot of times, you know, these doctors' offices or hospitals. I mean, if it goes through a hospital, have uh, financing options available or sliding scales or so forth. And so, at least, at least ask about it. I would say, right. um, you know, and have it done because. I mean, right, or contact us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, right. we're trying to find. You know, we. Our goal as a as the L team for the Lisa Smiles is to have a be part of a symposium or um, take part in that to where we can help educate the medical community. Okay. But we're also um, wanting to partner up with CCHMC and Dr. Kimball and his team to see how we can help. Okay. And if it means helping pay for these tests in the right. meanwhile till things change. We're willing and we want to do that. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so maybe even have, like having a funding drive or whatever or in, in having some funding available to help people out. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'll help in any way I can. Oh, so. well, thanks. Yeah, 
I love Lisa. She was. We appreciate the help you already gave with your your business. You know, business. Oh shield. yeah, I thanks. I remember that at the very beginning. That was so kind. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, we'll we'd be glad to do it again if you decide to do another boost of some sort or some sort of fundraising drive. Let me know, oh, and we'll we'll put it out on all our social media and um, try to raise awareness and try to raise uh, funds. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Great. Very cool. All right, how are we doing? Oh, we have five, four minutes. Okay. All right, um, we know why it's so important to you. Um, any myths that you would like to clarify for our listeners? Have you come across anything myth-wise that, or even fact-wise that you want to clarify for people at all? Hmm. And if not, that's okay. And if something pops up in a second. Okay. I know, okay, throw you put you on the spot, yeah, so. I mean, the thing that comes to mind for me is, you know, just because it's you're a woman and you're younger doesn't mean that you're not having a heart attack if you have symptoms. So that right. would be okay. the yeah. thing that I think is important. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, right. And she knew something was off. Right. Something, something just didn't feel right. Right. Um, and she sought care. But, right. I mean, I feel like sometimes, you know, doctors might think you're having anxiety and they don't yes. take it seriously you and know, it's because so, of your age and you're a woman right yeah. and it, it is so very true because well one there's been studies and I've read tons of articles about it that have said you know that women women particularly we need to be our own advocate yes, our own health advocate and get out there and really fight for if we really feel like right. no and keep pushing we know our bodies mm -hmm. absolutely because I had gone to the doctor for something I was having oh pain in my like gallbladder and I just kept having pain 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 and I got home and I was furious now my, this doctor has since retired and I've moved to another one but I looked at it and I was reading like the diagnosis part mm -hmm. and it said anxiety yeah. now I have a history with anxiety but I thought oh you are chalking this up. Oh, I sent an email while mm -hmm. I was, and left a voicemail, but yeah. I was just livid and I thought, don't, this is serious pain. I, yeah. I know my body. Yeah, this is um, not anxiety. This is not, my anxiety triggers in different ways. Mm -hmm. I'll have a panic attack or I'll have, you know, other mm -hmm. symptoms, but this is not, this is not an anxiety symptom. Yeah. And to just chalk it up to that because you can't figure out what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Just, it's just, yeah. But so that's a great point. Yes, I love it. Thank you. Um, alrighty, um, we've talked about all, almost all of this on here. So, oh, I love this question just because it's fun. <laughs> okay. If you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, and we're gonna have to, you both say Lisa. <laughs> so other than Lisa, because okay. we we know it would be her. Um, who would you? Who would? could help you um, with this. With I mean, this? who would you who would you want to meet? To, to help us with our mission here? Yeah, or just your mission, you know, your mission in general, your oh. life mission. I think if it had to be to do with Lisa's miles for Kawasaki disease, I think Dr. Kawasaki would be a good one to meet because, you know, he's right. the one that first described the disease and did all the symposiums over the years, I think. I'm trying to think if he's still alive. Right. But um, yeah. I think he, he's up there in age if if he is. But I know, um, I think he would be a really great resource okay. and the one to help us um, get the word out. And 
right? He'd be the man to talk to. So I okay, wanna... I'll research it and find out. If okay. so, I'll tag him. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be good to meet. I mean, I'm not big on celebrities, but if there is, um, there are some, and I don't remember who they yes. are, that have been, you know, exposed to this Kawasaki disease. Okay. Is so either through their own diagnosis or through family. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 The Maybe one they funny could help actor. Us. Remember who oh, was Gary Busey. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's like a train wreck. I love him. <laughs> you can't help but just be like he, fascinated yeah, by yeah. him. I think his son had it, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, very uh -huh. cool. Well, I'm going to research that. <laughs> he's hilarious. He is. He's in funny. A, yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy, <laughs> funny kind of way. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, great answers. I love it. How are we now? I know, I so should have my, all right, we have 13 seconds. All right, well, thank you both for being here with me today. Thanks for thank having you. us. Yes, and if there's, is there anything else that you want to address that you feel like we haven't touched on at all? Let's keep spreading love, huh? Okay, yeah. that's right, random acts of kindness. Yeah. We love you and miss you, Lisa, yeah. and um, I think you were awesome. So we'll, we'll keep doing the work. You guys awesome. keep doing what you do, which is awesome. So you too. thank you. All right. Well, everyone take care of yourselves and uh, be gentle with yourselves. Thanks. Bye-bye.